Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. Gonna leave it for Oshie, cutting it along the right side, back into the zone, leaving it for Backstrom, and a shot that gets knocked away. Back and along the right board. Oshie then falling down and turning the puck over. It's a two-on-one. Goudreau coming with Roslovic. Goudreau looks on across. Roslovic with a shot. He hit the crossbar and scores. And Columbus has won the game in overtime. 7-6 to six on the shot from the circle. Off the bar and in. And it's tough to believe. 7-6 Columbus, the final. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Jackets stunned the Caps in overtime. Ovechkin honored in pregame ceremonies. And Chicago up next tomorrow night to close out the homestand. Good morning, everybody. Today is Wednesday, March 22nd. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. After a three-goal burst in the first period last night, the Capitals couldn't find a way to hold on. Saw a two-goal lead get away in the third period and lost in overtime to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Final score, 7-6 as Washington and gets a point, but loses in dramatic fashion to the team with the fewest points in all the NHL. Ben, this one was a tough one to swallow for the men of Peter Laviolette last night. Very difficult from a Capitals perspective to absorb this one, especially when you consider the circumstances, the pregame pomp and circumstance, the positivity, the positive vibes coming into the game. In fact, the Capitals fed off that seemingly, built themselves a 3-0 cushion. We've been talking for weeks, for much of the season, about the sluggish starts. Finally, they had a good start. They did so against an opponent in Columbus, wrapping up a five-game, 11-day road trip. They had cross-country travel. It would have been very easy easy for Columbus to wave the white towel and throw it in. You credit them, you credit their stick and their ability to rally and mount multiple multi-goal comebacks in this one and to ultimately tie it and win it in overtime. But for the Capitals, this was a difficult one. You're up two on home ice in the third period against the last place team. You're fighting for your playoff lives. You ought to be able to clamp down and close it out. And ultimately, they didn't do that and invited Columbus back into the game. More on a game in a moment, but the pregame ceremony honoring Alex Ovechkin for passing Gordie Howe for second all-time and goal scored was held prior to puck drop last night, and it was so well done. His family was there, Ted Leonsis was there, Dick Patrick, Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly, Ron Hainsey from the NHLPA, showering Alex with gifts, his teammates all wore number eight jerseys and warm-ups. It really was a great scene before the game last night. And it was all very tastefully done, and there was an energy. There was a buzz in the lead-up, even walking the hallways and the hours leading up to the game. There was all kinds of signage, behind-the-scenes stuff outside the Capitals' dressing room that Ovechkin and the players would have seen as they were coming to work. And again, everything was tastefully done. The Columbus Blue Jackets, you credit them, they didn't stay inside their dressing room while the ceremony was taking place. They came out, they were watching the videos on the scoreboard as well and all the gift presentations, so I thought it was very well done done and 
We'll see what's in store for the future milestones that Alex Ovechkin could still be accomplishing and what's in store. But uh, I think they're going to get good practice, John, at how to run these pregame ceremonies for, for Alex Ovechkin. It was very, very well done. It wasn't a goal that was credited to him right away last night. Dylan Strom got it initially at the 5-12 mark, but on further review, it hit a Columbus skate on the way in, and Ovechkin credited with his 40th goal of the season. That's the 13th time in his NHL career to score 40 or more in a single campaign, which passes Wayne Gretzky for the most 40-goal seasons in NHL history. It does not come in a win last night, but an incredible accomplishment again for the great eight. Yeah, and just evidence of the model of consistency that he's been throughout his NHL career. And again, for him to continue to score goals in the volume in which he has in the latter half of his career at age 37 now, his 18th season, all those miles on the hockey odometer, as Barry Trotz used to say, it's not a quiet game that Alex Ovechkin plays. And they're not all the patent one-timers from the left face-off circle either. He's found different ways to score goals throughout his career. This season, we've lauded him for all the goals he scored in close, in the high traffic areas, atop the crease, etc. And maybe a fortuitous bounce in this instance, but 40 goals, you'll take him, and a nice round number for the 13th time in his career. Anytime you pass the great one, that's it's good night at the office. No question. And speaking of a good night at the office, and again, it didn't come in a win, but Nick Jensen picked up his first two-goal game in a Washington uniform last night, just the second of his career. He did it for Detroit once as well. He scored in the final seconds of the second period and again with less than five minutes to play in the third. In an alternate universe, he would have finished with a hat trick as he was on the ice when Columbus pulled the goalie late. Instead, Boone Jenner scored and forced overtime, but either way, it was a great night for Nick Jensen last night. It was nice to see him get that offensive recognition with the multi-goal game. He was getting in harm's way, too. He got a little dinged up there in the third period. We were wondering if he might have to miss a shift or two, but solid night from Nick Jensen, who, among others on the back end, has really had to absorb some increased minutes this year, and for the most part, Jensen's been able to take advantage of them. We do look forward to John Carlson returning as soon as Thursday night against Chicago. Keep in mind, you were also without Trevor Van Riemsdyk last night against Columbus. So Nick Jensen, top minutes, top pair minutes with Rasmus Sandin and took advantage of that with a multi-goal effort, his first in a Capitals uniform. And a guy who overall this year, John, has really been uh, among the bright spots, I'll say, from a Caps perspective. Signed the three-year extension. I think management and Peter Laviolette, I think they've really been pleased with the consistency they've seen out of Jensen really for much of this year. It's now the most losses the Capitals have had in nine years going back to 2014 and a tough one last night as they fall now to 33-31-8 and with a 7-6 overtime loss. Jack Roslovic coming up with a game winner after the Jackets came from two down in the third period. Peter Laviolette said after the game, we scored six goals and didn't win. We have to put it away when it's 3-1 coming out to start the second period. We've got to put it away when it's 5-3. We've got to put it away when we scored to go up late and we didn't do any of those. Yeah, it was a defense optional game last night on both sides to be fair, Ben, but it obviously isn't great when a team like Columbus is able to win a game like that in your building. 
No, and you invited them back into the game to an extent with some of those defensive lapses, some issues inside the Capitals' own zone, a couple of turnovers, and again, those defensive breakdowns. If you've got a team like Columbus on the ropes, uh, you ought to be able to put them away, and it's something that certainly, when you think back to the really successful Capitals teams of the past decade plus, how often would we say their record after two periods, after 40 minutes when leading, whether by one goal, by two goals, it was very rare they would give those games away, and this was um, again, a common theme this season in terms of some defensive lapses, but uh, certainly you're up by two. Given the urgency they ought to be playing with, it's, uh, it's tough to digest that one. So it's on to Chicago. That coming up tomorrow night. It's the Capitals and the Chicago Blackhawks tomorrow at 7. Airtime will be at 6.45 on 106.7 The Fan and Caps Radio 24-7. Heard at Caps Radio 247.com. Man, have yourself a Wednesday, will you? Good to be doing this again with you, John, and we will have a McNugget Minute Wednesday. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.